I was experiencing panic attacks maybe eight to ten times in a day. In my case, that was difficulty breathing and my heart pounding out of my chest and my whole body shaking and doubling up, sobbing uncontrollably. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Sanlei. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show. We're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Now, we've been talking about how to heal from traumatic experiences from our youth. And if there really is any hope, if there's too much trauma that was done in one's life. We've been talking to Paula Wallace, who was physically abused at the age of two in South America, where her parents served as missionaries. Unfortunately, as her mother had to go back to America for a time, she had to stay with some of the ladies as she was exposed to physical abuse and was raped by a predator at the age of five by a man who was posing to be a Christian. She bottled it all up and all this trauma was pent up inside waiting to come out. In this show, she's going to describe how she tried to tell her parents and then how she went onto a journey of healing through surrendering her life to Christ. Even all that pain. Paula, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm thrilled to be here. Yeah, Paula, we are happy to have you with us. Now, I understand that you kept this secret until you were 16 and that when you were back in the United States. So as you're opening up about all this, did that solve the whole problem or was it just the beginning of a process? Well, we were in the U.S. at the time, and so there was no direct contact with him or any of the people that were tied to the abuse when I was younger. And we didn't have to deal with that directly because of, obviously, a different continent, different area. But there were questions about whether or not it was true. And there was working through the process of, did my life get ruined by something that never happened? Which happens when a victim speaks out and is not believed. It makes them question their sanity, their memories, and everything. And in most cases, you can't make this stuff up. You can't grab it from thin air and make it a part of your story. If it's a part of your story, it's just there. So for me, getting validated that it really had happened, having witnesses who had pieces of the story for me, getting some prayer and deliverance that helped with coping at that stage when I was 16, but then continuing, because I didn't understand the damage, continuing to be susceptible to predators who would see the limp that I carried emotionally and spiritually and I was just the sitting duck when it came to predators. And so whether it was spiritual abuse or control or physical abuse or, again, an abusive marriage or date rape after my marriage was over and a lot of other pieces where because I had not really dealt with and healed from the damage that was so a part of my identity so young, then I kept being that broken little girl, even as an adult, even in adult situations, 
And then I got to a breaking point when I was 34 and it was, God, you either intervene and do something with this or it's over. And I wasn't sure which would happen first, the complete psychotic break where they would have me in a mental institute or whether it would be taking my own life that would happen first. I just knew I could no longer hold myself together no matter how much I wanted to or tried to. And that was when I got help. (laughs) Oh, that is horrible, Paula. I am so sorry. I can't imagine the mental anguish you must have been going through. Can you describe it to us? As some are listening who may now know what you mean by the trauma you experienced or what PTSD feels like. Right. There can be smells or sounds or locations that trigger emotional flashbacks where you're suddenly overwhelmed with emotions tied to previous damage or events. There can be visual flashbacks that you can actually go back and start reliving things that happened previously. There can be just panic attacks where your system starts going nuts and crazy on you. In my case, that was difficulty breathing and my heart pounding out of my chest and my whole body shaking and not being able to hold myself together. I would usually end up doubling up, sobbing uncontrollably, having a hard time breathing and just in a full panic. And as the damage, the triggers, the abuse that was around me continued, those happened more and more. And even with anti-anxiety and antidepressant drugs, I was still experiencing those level of panic attacks at the worst stage, maybe eight to 10 times in a day. Hmm, My gosh, Paula, I don't know what to say. It breaks my heart to know you went through this, but that others have gone through these types of symptoms as well. How on earth did you overcome this? So I ended up going to a healing ministry where they actually start systematically training you and working through the spiritual damage that can come in through trauma or through your history, your life experiences, whatever, and started working through dealing with the fact that it wasn't my fault and it wasn't hopeless and God could come in and change and deal with the damage, the addictive behaviors, the illness, all the different components of it and kind of got a surgical makeover spiritually that brought healing in my life physically. And then over a period of the last 10 and a half years, I have gone through extensive counseling. I have done Celebrate Recovery for addiction recovery because so much of it isn't just zap, it's fixed, or now I know it's a problem, I need help. A lot of it is the renewing the mind. It's actually changing the habit patterns, learning where your perspectives have been warped by the damage Hmm. and actually working toward healing spirit, soul, and body. Because the damage damages you spirit, soul, and body. And it's about working through and healing proactively on all of those levels. Hmm. I really like what you were saying there, that as you were seeking help, God was healing you in phases. So many times, I think when people go through horrible trauma from their past, they spend a lot of time trying to fix themselves. And they can try anything and everything during that time period. And some even claim they can heal themselves through self-help or just wishing it away. Now, what was the key secret for you? Well, for me, surrendering my attempts to fix myself and actually asking God to come into my story with the help I need. Mm, That is good. Not trying to fix it yourself, but turning to a healing process. Getting help from God would be the first step, surrendering to Him and saying, God, I can't do this on my own. I can't fix the past. And then getting help from others. Isn't that right, Paula? 
Yes, and we are providing through our ministry a lot of the helps and support and training materials that give people the next step, bit by bit, the next step, whether it's a recovery program or finding a Christian counselor where they live or getting in touch with hotlines for emergencies or resources that are available for free or resources that they can buy to actually take those next steps, depending on the severity of their story. They may need different levels of intervention and to be aware of that. And a course that helps walk them through that process over a year-long time called Recovery Strategies for Life. Those types of things that give us a chance to do something to get help. Awesome, Paula. Can you repeat that one more time for someone who missed that? I don't want them to miss this. So grab a pen. Can you repeat that? Bloominthedark.org is the website and the new program that is to help them walk through that is called Recovery Strategies for Life at serenityuniversity.com. Thank you so much for being real and raw with us and sharing your past with us, Paula, and your pathway to genuine healing. May the Lord bless you in all that you do. Thanks so much. Hold tight. I'll be right back to talk about healing power right after the break. My friends, this is Evangelist Onlay, and I have a huge heart to study how Jesus is working in people's lives today and how He can change the lives of so many more. Will you partner with me to get this show on another radio station in a different state? Together, we're learning and demonstrating that Jesus is alive and touching lives everywhere. Help us to get out the good news. We're looking for monthly giving partners from $5 a month to $100 a month. Anything helps. You can learn more about this by going to AwakeningTheNations.com. That's AwakeningTheNations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show, we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? To me, it is so sad how Paula told her family and they wondered if she was maybe lying or maybe they were horrified by the truth and they couldn't handle it and they would try to question her as if it happened or not. And you know, this was a huge confusing moment for her and it made her wonder if the trauma even happened. And I'm not trying to speak ill of her family because this is common. And sometimes in rape situations, the victim could even be blamed for the incident and her family didn't do that. But you know, they have to make sure, like, did this really happen to you? Now, there are times these things happen with sexual assault and abuse, and sometimes our society tries to sweep them under the rug. But in the beginning, it was not this way. It is written in old Hebrew law that someone who raped a girl would be deserving of death. Yes, death. It is written in Deuteronomy 22, 25-26. But if a man finds a betrothed woman in the countryside, and the man forces her and lies with her, then only the man who lay with her shall die. But you shall do nothing to the young woman. There is in the young woman no sin deserving of death. For just as when a man rises against his neighbor and kills him, even so is this matter. As you can see, it is taken seriously rape when a man forces himself upon a woman. This matter of the Bible. And this is like a man forcing himself upon a little girl. Like what the heck? Because a girl's purity to be stolen like that is really messed up. And as you can hear the problems she went through dealing with this mess, it was so hard for Paula. 
And to me, it's really encouraging that she found healing and help through her adulthood, through counseling and through faith in Jesus Christ. But what I really liked about her testimony is that she found out she couldn't fix it herself. That right there, that's so relatable. A lot of us, we try to fix our own problems, don't we? Either consciously or unconsciously. Sometimes we don't even realize it, but our whole goal in life is to fix something that has happened in our past. We can only find our healing when we come to this truth, that we cannot fix the past. We can't heal ourselves. And time doesn't always heal. In our hearts, we can think justice to those who hurt us will solve the problem. But in truth, will that bring healing? God can be the only one who brings healing. God can create a new heart in you. He can create a new spirit in you, as it is written in Psalms 51.10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. If you're struggling with trauma from your past, God is here to create something new in you as he did Paula. And you can receive that through Jesus Christ. Father God, I'm praying for the soul, the person who has that trauma and has even gotten vengeful upon the person who created and who did that trauma. Lord Jesus, we surrender that to you. We give it to you, Lord. And Lord Jesus, we receive the forgiveness that you have for us and we extend that forgiveness. But Lord Jesus, we ask that you would create in us a clean heart and a new steadfast spirit in Jesus' mighty name. Christ makes all things new. I hope you're blessed by this testimony and I know that your life was touched. Did you know we have a Facebook page? Just search for Real Life Radio Show on Facebook and find out more about Real Life Radio guests, schedules, and events. That's Real Life Radio Show. See you next time.